This content is intended for adult cigar smokers age 21 and older. All right, Nick, good show. <laughs> okay. Uh, Greg's leaving to go take advantage of our brand new coupon code. Type in Long Ash all day Friday and Saturday, and you will receive 20% off your entire purchase. Some exclusions apply, but other than that, 20% off your entire purchase all day Friday and Saturday when you use the coupon code Long Ash. Nick, did you know I just got 20% off? Yes. All right, we're here. Secret, are you on? I'm on. Oh, I love, love, I love how when he talks to the mic. He changes his voice a little bit. He got that, like, got that mic voice like going on. Secret, secret voice. Yeah, I mean, when I did the podcast with him, he, he was... He, actually, no, you weren't secret at all that day. You were Chris that day. That was Chris coming out of his... I tell everyone that's my true self, which could either be scary or not. I don't know. No, you were all right. I, wasn't, I, didn't, I didn't feel threatened. I feel out of loop. That's what I feel. Yeah, you should have come, man. It was a good time. Yeah, well... We ate sandwiches. There was hookers there. What kind of sandwiches? Hooker sandwiches. Oh. Yeah. Just got to be careful with the diarrhea afterwards. All right. Gross. I know. It was. But it was, a, you know, it was, a, it was gross afterwards, but it was a fun during. All right. Good. Yeah. So uh, we, have, we have an event tomorrow that we're going to. We do. We're going to the big Connecticut barn smoker in Connecticut. Connecticut. Yeah. That's where it is. So we decided to do a little uh, Connecticut uh, Liga Pravada that's where we're smoking today. You guys did vote online. We put up uh, T52 against the number nine, the originals of the Liga Pravada. Um, let's give a little history. Do you know any history of the Liga Pravada? I don't. Okay. So Liga Pravada means? Liga Pravada. There you go. Um, league of their own. No, it's, um, it's like, no the, I, I think it's like the primary league, like, like the, the number one like, thing. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I'm right. But it's... Uh, it was created back in the mid-2000s, and originally the Liga 9 was actually a blend that Nick Melillo came up with for Steve Saka that he was smoking, and then they collaborated and decided to make it into a regular, well, when I say regular production, it's still not regular, but it's still kind of limited edition because it's very hard, you know, they, they sell out fast, it's hard to find. Um, this cigar really brought the broadleaf wrapper back into the the zeitgeist of the cigar industry. So before that, you know, it's still used like a lot of, on a lot of machine-made cigars. Uh, Fuente was, you know, used it for some of his stuff. But um, the Liga Bravada showed that a broadleaf wrapper can be utilized on a high-end, very premium, very select cigar. And then you see other people have done it since. Crown Heads does it on a lot of other stuff. You know, Steve and Nick now have their, their own companies, and they do it. And uh, what it also did was really establish Drew Estate as a company. That, like before that, they really just had Acid. the acids. They had, uh, I think, they might have had the Javas. They had um, their first like kind of premium regular release was the Chateau Royale. It really didn't hit that well. It was a good right. cigar, but it just didn't hit that much. Um, this really set them up as, hey, take us seriously. And although Acid is still their big money maker, Liga is definitely like why they are where they are today. Um, biggest factory in Nicaragua, huge everywhere, crazy events. It's I think it's due in fact to Liga and then the supporting line. So your Undercrowns, right. uh, the Muat came out after that. But like I said, this is what made them who they are. So the uh, let me just pull up my my stats here. Um, uh, what we're smoking today actually is we're smoking two different ligas. I'm going to explain that in a minute. What I find interesting, I mean, do we want to talk about what we're going to be smoking so I can yeah, yeah, yeah. Chime, in, chime in while you're, yeah, while you're chatting? Go, go. 
So uh, I'm going to be smoking the L40, which I have nothing, no idea anything about except knowing that it's a Connecticut broadleaf. But I, I noticed that on the band, it kind of has that like those dots like Cohiba does. Well, actually, here's the thing. Not to correct you. Okay. You, this is the first time. So this you is, can correct me. This is part of the, uh, the L40 is part of the Unico series. Okay. So the Unico series has all the rats in it. Right. UF13 oh, and everything. That's, this is a question from last week. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, oh, that's going to be your first, like, yeah. Drew State Unicorn kind of. Right. Um, all of the Unicos are based off of one of the two main ligas, either okay. a number nine or a T52. Gotcha. Unfortunately, I didn't have enough Corona Vivas of the number nine to give you one, so I decided to give you a special treat instead. Ooh. I give you an Unico. Thank you. Um, so the number nine uh, Connecticut Broadleaf wrapper, I believe it has a Brazilian binder, if I'm not mistaken. Don't go dying on me. Yeah, Brazilian Matafina binder, and then uh, filler is Honduras and Nicaragua. Um, I have the Corona Viva size. Um, this is it, it. Just actually came out only a year or so ago. Uh, it is my f- new favorite size of the Liga. I I don't think that any size of the regular Liga line smokes as good as as the Corona Viva. It's a weird mix between a like a Lancero and a Toro. It's like a th- much thinner Toro, but it's not as thin as a Lancero, so you still have some nice size to it. And then yours, the L40, still a Connecticut wrapper, so it's still involved in right. the barn smoker. Um, but that actually uses, if only this my phone will work, um, it uses a stalk cut Connecticut wrapper similar to the T52. Gotcha. So a little bit of a different profile you're going to get on there, where mine is going to be more of that rich, you know, typical Liga kind of, um, kind of flavor that you get, you know, rich chocolatey. Etc. Uh, that's going to have more of a spice to it. So it has um, same filler binder um, on it. So it's Brazilian Matafina binder, uh, Nicaraguan um, long fillers. But then, the, like I said, the wrapper is a cured stalk cut Connecticut Habano. Okay. So that's another thing that they did, and another reason why the Connecticut barn smoker is like a big deal is because you know, really up until the leagues, you had Broadleaf and you had Shade. Drew Estate was one of the first companies to really kind of take it in a different direction. Right. Never before was it really like a spicy Connecticut. And now a lot of companies do that. Right. A lot of companies do that. The, the Tabernacle 142 uses like a, a Habano Connecticut seed. Um, that uh, El Centurion from my father uses a, a Connecticut right. uh, Habano hybrid seed. So it really set a precedent for different kinds of Start spicy Yeah, they are. They are. There's no uh, Honduras? Honduran? Uh, no, no, I don't believe so filler. in that one. Okay. No, I believe that's straight Nicaragua in terms of the filler, but still the Brazilian Matafina binder yep. on it. So let's light these up here. So what were you going to correct me on? Oh, that it's, it's not a broadleaf. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now the dot thing, did they try to kind of not take it away from Cohiba, but you know, because I've been reading like things about how people have, uh, you know, well, that's you how can you tell find I, a fake. That's right. how you find a fake. Um, I don't know. I mean, that might have, that might have been an inspiration. I don't know if, if it's really not necessarily to, to find a fake, but it, it is a cool design. I love it. It might be. I mean, because it's only on. I mean, that's not only on the Unicos. It's on the regular Ligos too. I don't know if they're really trying to stop counterfeiters. I don't know how many guys are counterfeiting Ligas. Um, Goddamn counterfeiters. Well, the thing about counterfeiting Cubans is you have a whole nation of cigar smokers that doesn't really know real Cubans, which right. is us. Wow. So you go to Mexico or you go to France or whatever, you can be easily fooled by some guy taking a whatever cigar and putting a you know a mimic Cuban band on it. These cigars are just about available anywhere. So I don't, I don't really see a huge market in counterfeiting them. The only non-Cuban that I know is that's probably counterfeited is probably Opus. 
So this mm-hmm. there's a little like shiny part. Is that like the the glue that they put together? Yeah, it's the... like a it's like a gummy glue that they right. put on top. I'm just curious. This looks so nice. Mm. Smells good too. Well, I really, that's what I was telling the secret Chris while you were chatting. I really wanted to have this Corona Vivo, so that's why I gave you that. One. Oh. That's why if you had never had a number nine before, I would have given you this. I got to put my chin down today. That is such a good size. Oh, I love it. So let's go over our, uh, I put this to a vote. Um, Now understand I didn't put the L40 on there, which the results might've been different, but for the people out there, League of Nine going up against an L40, um, number nine, Dominated pretty solidly. 64% of people prefer the League of Nine over the 36% of the T52, and the votes were 152 for the Nine and 87 for the T52. It's close. Mm. Not at all. Well, it's weird. People. Hmm. Do you think it's swayed because it. Swayed? Yeah, I mean, swayed? like. Swayed? Swayed is. Swayed. Swayed is like a, a, a shirt. material. Like persuaded, do you mean? Persuaded? Persuaded? No, yeah, suede. I was is, I was abbreviating like, it for suede is like like sh- suede shoes. I'm, I'm abbreviating it like uh, LOL. But you can't abbreviate um, it when it makes it into a different sh- word. That uh, <laughs> the fact that I think isn't. Do you think the number nine is more popular than T fifty two? Not by votes. Not by like just that. Do you think people? Are, I think it are, is, is well because known. when you have your average cigar smoker, that's probably the one that they know. So that's probably where those votes came from. I will tell you, though, that the guys who prefer the T52, like, that is their smoke. Like, that is their one. Guys who prefer the number nine, they probably also like, like, I like both. I prefer the number nine, but I do like both. The guys who like a T52, like, that's, that's what they're going for, man. That's what they want. Hmm. We're very different, you know, kind of a different shadow. How you liking our new little, not new, but like, how you liking this table? We need a little more rock style and a little shaky. I mean, but yeah, this, I like is, the setup. this was it's our first more, table. It's more uh, uniformed. This was a Mike G table, actually. He gave it from G. his house. Wow. He gave it to us when we first started. Wow. Yeah. That was your present for starting up, huh? I know. He just wanted to get rid of it. Oh, okay. And then we had to take it, and we had to bring it upstairs. So that's about it. That's nice. I do like, look, we got the well, new... Got the water tower. The water tower. We had to get the cigars out of there so they don't, they don't dry. Yeah, out. we do. Well, is, there, is there a Boveda pack in there? Yeah. Then they're fine. Hope you guys like. This is the new water tower from the Drew Estate Cuba Arte. Um, celebrating 20th, the 20th anniversary of the Acid line. Uh, five different artists were hired, five different like famous Brooklyn-based graffiti artists. I don't know all their names. There was one guy named Doc. There was one, guy, one lady named Queen Andrea. There was a guy named Chino. And then there was Hank? Maybe. I think there was a Hank in Steve. there. Steve? Steve and Hank were the last two. Yeah. Mm. So what do you think so far? Chocolatey and spicy. Mm. It's like a, and, uh, and some leather in there. It's like that. Um, don't they make like chocolate with like a pepper, like a hot pepper juice or something? I'm sure they do. They do. They like, like a mole. What'd you call me? Mole. You remember the mole sauce that you had? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah, chocolatey yeah. with a little spice. Isn't it just, it's just mole sauce. 
Mole. Mole. Is it? It's mole. Hey. Like, that's what I can't say in different languages. It's spelled the exact same as just mole. Yeah. But great. now it's mole, because you tell me it is. Well, when yeah. I say you, I mean like you as in like a whole other Probably. nation is telling me. You like that. I don't really use it that much. The chicken was just good on its own. Right. That was a good chicken. No, it's like a, yeah, chocolate bar with some spice. Next year, we'll go to the, uh, to the Italian place over there. We it's do. really, really good. We do. If there is one I think next we, year. Well, <laughs> if the for, manufacturers and, don't and, revolt. And, and if we're allowed next year. No, we'll be allowed. It's just a matter of if the manufacturers have like a Frankenstein uprising with pitchforks and lanterns. Mm. I can't get over the size, dude. It's so awesome. Mm. So you've been smoking a lot of cigars lately, Greg. I have. What are some ones you've been enjoying? I, I did have the uh, Cuba Arte two days ago. I was actually quite blown away because I'm not a huge fan of the, the acids. Yeah. Um, it's, it, 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 just, it, the, it really is complements both ends. And then as you get more to the end, it gets more cigar-like, you know, not with the infused taste on it. So you kind of have this whole experience of, right. like, sweet in the beginning. And then it's like, it's like when you put, I like to put, ice with like whiskey or something in the beginning you get that little strong taste and then when that ice starts on the whiskey but i'm following you right you don't put ice in your beer do you no you put ice in your apple juice um no greg no tell me why would i do that because people do no weirdos and those people are you do it you do i see it in your eyes oh i don't you put it in your milk no absolutely not what are you not whatever my refrigerator is like room temperature (laughs) No, I know people who like you go out for breakfast and I'm like, I'll get an orange juice and like, can I have an apple juice with ice? And then no. I have to call the FBI. If it's warm, he I He knows will. who he is and he's going to listen to this podcast. If it, if, if it he was, knows who he is. If it was warm, I would. But if it's If I was cold, offered warm apple juice, I just wouldn't drink it. Well, yeah, that too. Like, I'm never... But like, you know when you give blood... They have the apple juice, and sometimes it's it's yeah, warm. but like that, but that's see, that's different for me. That's not like I'm not drinking that out of thirst. I'm drinking that out of like this basically like so a you medicine. can survive. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's like you know if I go running or something, I'm like oh, I really want like ice cold water, but I'm just drinking water during the day, like when I'm in my workout kind of mode. I'm room temperature, and I just chug it. It's not a matter well, of like yeah. I want something flavorful. I just chug it. The same for the apple juice when I donate blood. Yeah, no, I don't. That's I, I do. Blood. I, I do. I do put ice in wine. Red wine. That makes sense. Oh, thanks, Chris. I forgot he has a microphone. Both of you, get out. Put ice in red wine. Mm-hmm. I could see if you just chilled it. I could see, like, put it in the fridge for a half yeah, hour. Yeah, like two cubes. You water down the wine. And of course you water it down, but it's cold and it's delicious. Or you just chug the wine so it doesn't get down, like, you watered. Put, you put ketchup on your Peter Luger steak, too? Absolutely not. Wouldn't put it past you at this point, Gregory. Why? <laughs> Ice cubes and wine. I have two, two against two, two against Are one. Are you Ted Bundy? You, no. I'm really mad at because he's Hungarian, so he has an excuse. You're Italian. You're secretly Italian. You're secretly Italian. <laughs> he's got nothing. Yeah. yeah. I'm not a wine drinker, so I could tell. I could see that. <laughs> it's obvious you're not a wine drinker. What do you drink, secret? Uh, I like beer and I like whiskey, like a lot. Yeah, how much ice you put in that shit? Uh, no ice in the beer, a lot of ice in the whiskey. See? Because I don't... I'm, I'm doing this I'm show t- with animals. I'm in a, <laughs> I'm in a barn. This well, is, that's this good is, thing you're, the good thing you're going tomorrow. Farm. Good thing you're going tomorrow. You're going to the barn smoker. You're showing them where you grew up. Yeah, I'm going to tell everyone. <laughs> and this is where we cure the broadleaf tobacco. 
Chris puts ice in his wine. <laughs> and then they'll, they'll put feet on the floor for you. You know, they'll be, maybe be like a trough or maybe they'll take you for a hayride. Both of you. I animals. Had, I'm, always, no, I'm, I'm, always, I'm always down for a hayride. Savage. Mm. It had a weird sexual connotation. <laughs> but I don't know why. What are you? Secret? He's so thirsty. Are you all right? <laughs> yeah. How cold so is that water? <laughs> it's actually pretty warm. It could use some ice. Mm. <laughs> You know what the best is? <coughs> My grandfather, I don't know if he discovered it, but he, used, he was the one who showed me, is when you want iced coffee, but like you're making it at home. You put them in nice scoop trays. Yeah, you freeze, you freeze the coffee, oh, then you I put know, more hot, hot coffee in the thing, and then right. just put the cubes right in. I've always been wanting to do that, but... It's, it's just, so much work. to Do you just go buy an iced coffee? Any, I, you know? I don't want to like give up a whole shelf just for ice cube trays because I don't have the like the side-by-side. You, I have the Yeah, underneath. you also got to remember, this was a time where like... Dunkin' Donuts was not selling iced coffee. This is like the early 90s, and oh, he's no, probably been doing this for 50 coffee. years before that. Like, there was no... You couldn't go to a place and get iced coffee, you know? So you had to make it yourself. So you had to put it's it true. in work. Now I'm going to just go to Dunkin' Decaf Ice Caramel Latte. It's so sweet. It's basically a cup of sugar. You know, I went there, and I got a large, and I asked for one cream, and it was still, like, light as, light as can be. I don't... Oh, I don't... I never asked for, like, quantity of cream. I just say, like... Coffee with cream. Oh no, I tell them. I, I give them quantity of sugar. I never give them quantity of cream. No, I do that too. No, oh. because they don't. Did they put like little creamers in? Like, how do they measure? Like, sure, it's a, uh, when they hit the button. So, like one button. So Maybe you want one button of cream. Maybe give me a push of cream. Push it. Push, push the cream in. Yeah, yeah we right. push it. You know that song, oh, Static yeah, well. X. I'm on an empty stomach today, so it's gonna be good. Uh, I had two bagels. I saw. I'm ready to go. There goes no, that. I'm, I'm on, there uh, goes that fasting. I'm back on keto now. So. Oh. The thing that really sucks as opposed to like my normal regular diet is like I can't have potatoes. And no, you're not allowed to rice too, right? Well, I mean, I don't, I, I usually cut out any grain based carbs anyway. If you see me like when I wow. have a hamburger, I take the bun off. But usually, like if you're working out a lot and you're doing like a kind of a regular good diet, you can have like a sweet potato or even if you have like a potato. Well, yeah. Um, but uh, because there, it's a different kind of carbohydrate than grain based. Uh, grain based carbohydrates, when you eat bread or pasta, your body turns it into glucose, which is basically sugar. Which is why, like, marathon runners are those crazy guys. They, like, carb up before a thing because it gives you that burst of energy like if you ate a bunch of sugar. But it does to your body at the end what sugar does to it. Right. So it's no bueno. Potatoes don't really do no that, good. but they're still a starch, so they're still, like, heavy. But on keto, you can't have any. I can't even have legumes. I can't have no legumes. You guys, play, you guys played mm-hmm. high school sports, right? Uh, I, I did. No. Did you ever have, like, um, like, pasta parties before games? Like, that's what basketballs did. No, no. It we're was like ba- a we're, carb load up. You've got to understand what something. What the hell he, are you talking? No, no, pasta no, parties? No, no, he is right. It's a he is right. He's right about but that. But like, it, was but, there were invitations? No, like the basketball team. No, like you just one get, it's a get would, together. It's like a, it's more of a team unity slash eat eat a, sh- a crap ton of pasta. I never did that because I was a baseball player. Like, There's no such thing as carb loads for baseball players because we sat around and just dipped and then waited. I want my wedding to be. I want my wedding to be a pasta party. Then have a pasta party. Can you film it? Sure. All right. Uh, I also had to sing Compromiso. Of course you did. Mm. Wow. That was so good. And we was, should have a journey of you trying to find... I have 20 text messages in this, in this group chat. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Hey, it's you time to put the phone away, then. None of these guys work. Um, actually, they all work. They all make a lot more money than I do. Well, and that's um, why they're allowed to text, yeah. I guess. They're all engineers and it's finance good. guys. And yeah, well... Great jobs I got. But I get to hang out with Greg in secret. Yeah, I'm broke. You don't want to do that. Send me money. Venmo me. Um, 
what the hell are we talking about? You, I was going to go on a journey or a oh yeah quest. to try to find. There's there's got to be something out there that's comparable to this income from Ezo. Mm-hmm. Without that, he- it's got that hefty price tag because of that weird science he's right. using. He's using that black magic on it. That'd be a rough go. That, that might. I think that's his most expensive cigar. Right. I think it is. It'd be a rough go trying to find out. It's just weird, man, because like I said, he takes the one wrapper, but he makes it basically taste like an, it has all my favorite parts of a broadleaf, but in a, in a Mexican San Andreas. It's weird, man. It's, it's really weird. Want to do one of these questions that people sure. ask me? Let's do the questions. All right. Dude, there were so many more fun questions. There were so many more ridiculous ones that I wanted to talk about. Oh, really? Well, I can, I can look them up. No, that's all right. Um, what got you into cigars? Uh, well, honestly, I used to come to the one JR store in Whippany, New Jersey with my dad as a kid. Like, when I, he feel was like, I feel shopping. like this whole thing was just like Nick asks the questions to himself and then he starts answering it. And yeah. I have to sit there. It's like, it's like story time. Yeah. Can I continue my goddamn story? Yeah, oh, yeah. God. <laughs> you and your dad. Um, so back, you weren't here back in those times in the, in, the, in the long, long ago. Where the lounge is now, that was all like a, like a tchotchke shop. There was like they sold jeans, right. candy, T-shirts, like a lot of them. And then where the Churchill room is now, that was all perfume. It was okay. like, like a legitimate perfume department with a whole glass counter going up the way. Um, it was discounted, too. Was, I used to get my uh, Aqua de Gio. Ooh. Yeah. Aqua de Gio. Yeah. Um, so my dad would like, here, go freaking play in the perfume. Like, you know, go play in the thing. I, and he would go get it. He would get his bundles of jail alternatives. And then um, I always thought it was cool. I always liked the smell in there. I liked the smell of cigars with my dad. Like when we were in the garden, he used to pay me. We would go to, he had like a community garden. And when the season started, he would take, first he would get me breakfast, which at six years old was two 7-Eleven egg sandwiches and a hot chocolate. Delicious. Hence why. I yep. Mm-hmm. Dude, one of them was just Taylor ham and cheese on a potato roll. That was I'm it. Sure. It was not even an egg. Just grease it, sucking that roll It was up. just one slice of Taylor ham on a potato roll with like so... It was a white cheese. Don't think it was American. No, it was just wasn't. a white cheese. It probably was the same shape and size. When it, was it was that generic. When I used warm. to work, I used to work in cheese. Right? I told you this last week, and there was one that uh, a lot of the because uh, it was in a Hispanic neighborhood, and it was just called queso. I think it was called queso fresco. I think it was just called. It was just like this white, like generic cheese. It was just called queso, which just mean queso just means cheese. Right. So they come like, oh queso, and I'm like, oh which one? They're like no queso, and like they would point. It was just this white, generic cheese that I've never seen before. And it was just on the label, queso. Just, it was like cheese. queso fresco? I think, yeah, that might have been the name, too. I think but that, was... that just means fresh cheese. Hmm. You know? Interesting. But anyway, so he would pay me a nickel a rock to go take the rocks out of the garden at the beginning of the year. And he would smoke a cigar, and you, I just like the smell. rocks? No, I, I, oh, yeah, yeah, I was making money. Oh, One time I made, like, I made like $3. Wow. That's a lot of work, man. That is a lot of work. Three, a nickel a rock for $3? Hmm. Secret, what's the math? That's um what a dollar five. That's uh, how many nickels? Twenty. 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 So that was sixty. For us, yeah, sixty for three dollars. Sixty rocks. Sixty rocks. Well, yeah, and they were all shapes and sizes. Sure. That size, and it was like a smaller one. Was what like happens if the rock was broken, like in half? I got ten cents. Oh. Sometimes I would break them to get the extra money. There you go. Yeah, he didn't know. He well, was, of course, he was paying yeah, attention. He track. But and then when I was. 20. Child labor at its finest. Yeah, that seems like yeah. a job from the 1920s, though. Yeah, well, you know what? Secret, back in the day, we had to make money somehow. Remember, you know, back, back in the day. The back in the North, day when you were 10 North, years old. North, northern New Jersey used to be Little Italy, you know what I'm saying? 
You know, it still it used, to is. Be, it used to be farm, farm, farm. You, country. Go to, you go to places like Nutley and Verona, it's still like that. <laughs> Try to go to a Nutley baseball game. <laughs> no, I'm good. The amount of turtlenecks and tracksuits at that game. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, it's awesome. It's just sausage it's like, it's flying like beer around. League. Oh, yeah, but like for Italians, they'll shoot the ump. <laughs> uh, you're right. <laughs> and, but then when I was 20, oh, got to be careful with that thinner size. I know. Mm. I got excited. When I was 20, I was looking for a part-time job. And then, like, December when I was home from school, I had, like, put an application to JR. So, hold um, on. How old were you when you were picking up rocks? Like, to all of a sudden, 20 years old? Yeah, but that, that, that was the beginnings of me remembering <laughs> okay. cigars uh, and, like, going you. to okay. the store. And then, I, you know, fast forward. Well, 15 years old, picking rocks. Fast forward to 20. Okay. I had put an application to, like, work there part-time. Like, over the holiday break, they never got back to me. And then that spring, so I was, yeah, I was 20 years old. Um, I had gotten a part-time job at a deli, like a breakfast deli. Like a, it was called a Eli, either Eli's or Ellie's Bagels. Okay. And I got the job. I'm like, oh, you start Friday morning. I'll be here like 530 in the morning to start making the bagels. And I'm like, God damn it. Hung up the phone with the guy. I'm like, all right, I'll see you tomorrow. Immediately I get a call from the lady in HR, the former lady. Like, hey, isn't that good ready? I'm like, yeah. He's like, oh, JR Cigar, we're looking for people. You want to come down for an interview? Can you come today? I'm like, yes, I can. Got my grandpa's 1988 Pontiac 6000. Nice. Drove on down to JR. Uh, like, oh, yeah, this is good. Just, uh, you know, I think we'll take you. So I go out in the store and talk to Felix. And this was, this was my first time talking to Felix. Right. At 20 years old. Yep. It was a big moment. It was a It was moment. a life-defining moment. It's like meeting your dad. Yeah. Mm. So he, uh, he was like, oh, yeah, sure, Pop. You come, you start tomorrow. Like, so I... Started the next day. Never called the bagel place, nor did they call me. I just never showed up. Yeah, they probably expected it. Yeah, they're like, this kid ain't gonna come. Make well, bagels. they probably deal with that all the time. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, and then I, you know, it, it was I like to say, I started smoking some. My first premium cigar ever was the uh, La Gloria Cubana Series R Maduro. Uh, man, I was smoking like compared to what I smoke now. I mean, I was smoking Don Tomas a lot, Remedio, like brands that aren't even really in existence anymore. I was smoking like three a day back, back then. But that's how I kind of got in. And, and, you know, as newer cigars came in, like I, I was kind of at JR during the spawn of like, we started getting the more boutique and craft stuff in. We started getting Crown Hat. I mean, when I first started in that store, they had like a bunch of bundles. They had a lot of General. They had a lot of Altidus. They had a lot of, they had some Perdomo and they had like some Fuente, but like that was it. Right. They had nothing. They had nothing crazy. Um, Tatawahe started rolling in. Uh, Crown Head started rolling started in. Started at a good time. Seems. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, Roma Craft wasn't even like they had just started their company when I started right. in the store, so they weren't even a thing yet. And that's how it happened. Were you into tobacco before you started the job at all? Like I had smoked. Well, my my first cigar I ever had was before I started the job. Okay, it was the previous year actually at nineteen, which is the legal limit in New Jersey. That's when I had my first cigar. It was, legal, it was a legal. I told you the glow. Oh, well, there was yeah. that one. And then, like, I would smoke. So I, would, you know, because I couldn't, I didn't have a lot of money or anything, and I didn't know. So, like, I was smoking Phillies blunts, like mowing the lawn, like whatever sure. I can get my hands on, you know, back in the day. Uh, but yeah, that's so that's that's how I got into it, and now uh, now here I am, twenty four messages. We're just gonna start counting these off. Yeah, you should mm-hmm. see how long it takes until we uh, break hundred. Um, yeah, we had a, we had a, another question about. Another, uh, another poll we put in the field. This one I really want to talk to you about because I want to sure. know your experience of it so far. Uh, we did straight versus V-cut. Right. And it was, here's the weird thing about Instagram. It was, a str- according to the percentage, it was a straight 50-50 split. Wow. But when you look at the numbers, it was l- like literally like 167 to 165. So I guess they maybe put in 
a margin of error there or something. Right. But a lot of votes, but it was literally split down the middle. I was surprised, even though, I, I, here's the thing. I love a V-cut, but when was the last time you saw me do one? I just haven't done one in a I while. I haven't seen you do it. I haven't You're done one in a, a while. And I think it, it needs to be on a certain type of cigar. Yeah. Have you ever I had think one? the ring, yeah. Like a torpedo? Um, yeah. No, yeah. You get that cool notch in the back. It looks like a Pac-Man mouth. Right. Um, I have done it. I haven't really... I need to do something where, like, I'll have a straight cut one day of the same cigar and do a V cut like a couple of days later. See, I would, I would, I. Mm. I don't think you would do it on that size. I feel like that's. I think that's. That's on the border of not doing. This it is on the border. It. That's way too thin. But also, right. if it's too thick, like like a fifty six or above, I wouldn't do it either. Fifty six or above, I would do a punch. Right. Um, see, there's this there's this weird margin, but when you get a good V cut cigar, it is it just really opens up the draw, um, but not it, but it, like centralizes it. So it's right. not opened up like this whole end of the cigar is opened right. up. Um, it's, it centralizes it. I also think it, gets, it, it also gets in a little deeper. Right. And I also think it's you have that perfect cut with the V cut. Yeah. You can't really mess that up. No. Straight cuts. No. I think you can just you can mess up no. more than usual. Have you ever have you had, have you had a cut like a weird shaped cigar yet? Like what's the weirdest cigar shape you've ever had a cut? Hmm. Like have you had a chisel yet? I think I have. Problem is, I smoked these ones before we started this podcast and before I started getting serious about cigars. So I'm trying to remember everything that I had beforehand. The chisel, literally, the end. You know what it looks like? It looks like a chisel. It looks like a, yeah. like, a like a like a reed for a saxophone, right? Like that triangular one. So you can either cut it regular and just snip off the end. La Flor Dominicana. La Flor Dominicana. Yeah. I think that's the one I had. Or you can do what I used to do is you would punch and dig in a little bit on each side, just enough to like kind of get in there. And then the smoke would come out of both ends. Wow. It was really cool. That is cool. Those things were goddamn strong. There was like, there's like, uh, like in Lord of the Rings, there's like eras. Right. There's like ages. So there was like the original age, like when I first, first started in the store. And that was like El Rico Habana was like the strongest shit around. Then it got to like more crafty, but still bigger companies. So then, you know, then it was a lot like the Fuentes were really strong. A couple of them. Even though the Opus has been around a while, but uh, other Fuentes were really strong. The La Forte Minicana started coming out, Partigas Blacks. Uh, but now you're into this, like, the more modern millennial era where it, the, the Liga was in the last era. The Liga right. was in the La Forte Minicana era of strength. Where, like, when this cigar came out, they were, oh, my God, it's so strong and good. Now, like, you have the Brimstone, which is trying to break your try will. i to have that tonight. It's going to uh, uh, try. It's going to try to break down your will. Right. It really is. So I it's mean, like running a marathon in the summer in a sweater and a guy keeps punching you, but you kind of like it. Weird. Yeah. I wouldn't like that. But the but after the end, but like a- after each punch, he gives you like a little treat. He's oh. like, he gives you like he pops like a Reese's cup in your mouth. Ooh. You know? Does it have the little Reese's pieces inside? Those are just I haven't had one, but They're that's a ridiculous thing. So good. Uh, uh, get it back. You got it. Choo choo. <laughs> yeah. Professional right there. Uh, so what would you like? I mean, being that it's 50 50, like, wh- how, how do you take that? Honestly? I take it as it's a situation based thing. So do I. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's how I take that. If it was like 80% to one or the other, I honestly would have been surprised. Um, I, I, I thought it was going to be like 60 40 straight cut, to be honest. Um, but 
50, I mean, that, that, that shows that it's situational well, to me, really. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're really moist. Not like overly moist, but, you know, because of the, the, a lot of oils in that wrapper. You gotta keep smoking it, man. Oh, there's this new kind of punch thing out there that's like all these needles that, I don't know, it's the weirdest thing. It's like people take it and it has all these needles that are like pointed this way and you go like that and it creates like holes over here. I see a lot of people on Instagram using it now. I don't... You know what you should make? Like a predator one. Predator punch with like three holes that go into the... Oh, so like you, the triangle? Yeah, so you have like, you actually the, the face of... You're right. You have the face of the predator and then what does it come out of it? It's eyes? Where does it, where does it usually come out of? The no, guns. This is a shoulder cannon. Yeah, that's what we should make. That's a great goddamn movie. That movie so holds good. Did up. Did you see today. the new one? It was garbage. Oh, I watched. Great. I watched. I loved it. <laughs> I watched halfway through it. I'm like, this is a disaster. There has not oh, been so good. Uh, see, I Alien, Alien, like the first three Aliens were good. Like Alien, Aliens, and then the other one were like all really good. Predator, only the first one. Predator Two with Danny Glover sucked. No, I t- Alien vs Predator sucked. What about, uh, the, what about the Predator that came out in like 2010? That sucked. With like Lawrence Fishburne and Adrian Brody. I don't even remember that one. Yeah, they, they got sent to like Rick they, uh, Rick Rodriguez. Wait, who's the director? Yeah, Rick Rodriguez. Rick Rodriguez. Yeah, you got from CAL. <laughs> Robert Rodriguez. <laughs> no, I think uh, yeah. What is um? <laughs> I'm in his head and I'm running around. Go. <laughs> uh, but the new one was good, Greg. Yeah, the guy who did Sin City and stuff. I thought it was entertaining. I wasn't entertained at all. I was entertained. You take no, it too seriously. But the other one was they took, like, so instead of sending a predator to Earth, they took, like, uh, like an ex-Navy SEAL, an ex, like, Spesnats Russian guy, uh, like a Yakuza guy, like a serial killer, what? and they brought him to the predator planet. Oh. And then they had a fight there, and then they found, like, old Lawrence Fishburne was, like, in the army in, like, the 70s, and they brought him there, and he, like, survived by, like, living in the woods. Oh, stop And he's, like, it. all crazy. Oh, stop it. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was garbage. That's not good. Uh, but no, original Predator. First of all, there was two, almost three governors in that movie. Arnold Schwarzenegger, Jesse Ventura, and then uh, I can't remember, the big Native American dude, uh, he uh, ran and like barely lost, or like, well, like not barely lost, but like was a big contender for, he ran for governor of, I think, either Kentucky or Kansas in, wow. the, in the late 80s, early 90s. Imagine... There was almost three governors in a movie. There was, but there was two. There was two governors, people who governed a state. Imagine having a cutter, a punch cutter, where the cannon comes out, you hold the button, and the three lights go on the cigar, and then it, it punches into it. Well, the coolest cut I've ever seen was that million-dollar Swiss humidor. A lot imperial. Blah, blah, blah. Um, it has it has a hole. We we we. Yeah. Well, it's Swiss is kind of oh, French. Right. It has a hole, and you put your cigar in, and it like laser measures it, and then drops that like and just cuts it for you. Wow. Yeah, it's a million dollars. No one's ever going to buy it. No. It only holds like ten cigars. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> yeah, it's it's the stupidest yeah. thing ever. Oh. Um, I did see a, cu- a cutter once. My uh, my friend's dad, who was a judge, had a cutter. It was literally a gu- a, gu- a guillotine, like this tall, like with the I blade. You're going to say bite. No. <laughs> It was a guillotine, mm-hmm. and then you would put your cigar here, and you would release like the thing, uh, and it would come down and cut the cigar. It wasn't wow. that good because like it didn't have enough force to like right. cut it accurately, but it was cool to look at. Put your right. finger in there. Yeah, good idea. Yeah. Solid. Speaking of Arnold, 
We put another poll in the we field. We did put another poll in the field. I feel like I'm uh, on CNN. Poll in the field. Uh, this was a today poll, so I got it. This is live, up it's to the live, minute, live. Up to the minute. So right now, so the poll what's, was. What's, what's your pick? Well, I got to say what it oh, was. Say what it is. The poll was who would win Stallone versus Schwarzenegger. All right. Well, before you tell yeah, everybody yeah, yeah. else. What, what yeah, it was. Secret, I want to know secrets. So, <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Stallone, Stallone. Well, we're never asking. Take his microphone opinion. away. Like, never we try to give you, we try to get you involved. Stallone, I said like Stallone. Like holding the mic. What are you, Freddie Mercury? Tonight. <laughs> I watched that again the other night. It was amazing. Yeah. It was, no, um, yeah. He was amazing. The movie was only okay. Yeah, I, I the picked, movie was okay. He was good. Uh, I picked Sylvester Stallone because Rocky's probably my favorite franchise. All right. What about you? So what, the question was who would win like yeah. in a fight? Well, this is what I want to get with. Just generic question right now. Like give me your answer. Like, uh, we're going to get into specifics in a minute. But give me your answer. I'm going to go Stallone. All right. So right now, it's 57 for Arnold, 29 for Stallone, and the percentages is 66 for Arnold, 66% for Arnold, 34% for Stallone. I think, I think Terminator took too much. Well, there's, that's the thing. Is, are, we, are we talking both these guys in their prime, like on a movie set, they're just going to fight? Or are we talking like best character from each who would win? I look at it the most badass. If I'm looking at, uh, that's how I would look at it. I mean, I, I honestly thought both of you were going to go with Arnold. It's tough, man, because you got to look at Arnold and Bill. Bill Burr did a great bit on this. Like Arnold became famous for lifting weights in another country, came to America, became a citizen, became the biggest box office draw of all time, considering he couldn't speak the language. Married our royalty when he married into the Kennedy family, and then became governor of California. Became a Republican governor of a very liberal state. That guy's badass. Well, I was looking at movies. But they, oh, but I'm just talking in life in I general. I didn't even. I only maybe knew one of those things that you just told me. You knew that he was he left governor. Waste. You know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Kidding. But then you got to look at Sylvester Stallone, who's like, I think he's 70 now. Right. Does his own. He broke his back doing the Expendables. He was like 62 when he did that movie, and he right. broke his back. Does all his own stunts. Still jacked as hell. Still doing Rambo. Still doing Rambo. And dude, I'm, you think I'm not gonna go watch that movie? No, I'm definitely gonna be on that. Yeah. Kill Count's going to be insane on oh that movie. Oh, my God. He's going to knife so many people. So many people. Like, I, I, he's going to have a bow and arrow. I like how he uses old-fashioned, like, weapons, like a bow and I arrow and a to. knife. I want to see him, like, with a sword and, like, a spear and, like, an old shield. I want to see him on Forged Fire testing he could. He made, he made something in one of the movies. He made a, I think in the last Rambo. Didn't he make something? I'm, you would know this stuff. Yeah. I, I know. do know in that, in that weird Nick Cage movie we talked about last week, Mandy, he right. makes a battle axe right. and goes and kills drug dealers. <laughs> Oh, mm. God, Nick Cage. So good. He would beat both of them, by the way, with just sheer Whoa. force of will. <laughs> I think I think one of the other questions, what was your favorite Nick Cage movie? Like, oh, man. Mm. You have to pick one. I can't. I you can't. have to. I can't. You I can't. You have to. You have to. Come on. He covers every Gun genre. to the head. You have to pick. I can't. He covers every genre. Come on. So you're going to die just because you can name a Nick Cage movie. Most, that would be like, like probably. Right. Can, we, can we can we narrow Nick it down Cage a little bit be in at terms your funeral of if you do that? In terms of like, no. What I think no. is the best if movie or in, one I can watch came, over and over again. No, if someone came in here with can a we gun least, to your head, no, we can't narrow no. it down to that. Nope. Because nope. like those are two. Nope. Because uh, you can't narrow down what your favorite cigar is because there is a lot of them and I understand. But I want to know. Give me that go-to movie, right. and once you'd say it's over, let, we let go me to the ask. Let me ask this question. There's no question. I'm going to ask you. But okay. All right. Because this matters. I know it matters. Is it what I think his best film is or the movie it is I can watch every day for the rest of my life? All right. Let me come back with another question. You're telling me if a guy had a gun to your head, you'd basically say, hold up. 
Yeah. Can I ask you one question? Well, obviously, the, <laughs> this is the question he's giving me. Like on my deathbed, he's obviously pretty screwed up himself. It's not, not well, like a, a it's not a serious hostage situation. Well, no, <laughs> he's not like, like hold me in a bank. Like, all right, before I kick the well, money, tell really, me what's your favorite film. <laughs> you're really utilizing this whole entire situation. Yeah, so give me, you gotta... It's, your, it's your favorite Nick Cage movie. It's not right or wrong, it's your favorite. Uh, right, this, it's, it's gonna be, it might be wrong to me, though. This, say the movie, and let's move on. I think it's, I think it ha- I think it has to be The Rock. Okay. I think it's gotta be The Rock. All right. That's not That's a bad a, choice. It's, it's not a, well, coming from the guy who just finally saw it six months ago. No, but I'm just saying. Face Off, though. No. Mm-mm. Con Air. Family Man. For a nice holiday picture. Uh, National Treasure. National goddamn treasure. No, nah, The Rock's still better than that. The first one? I don't know, man. No, The Rock still beats that. There was a map. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> oh, my God. There's a map. There's a map. <laughs> then, then there's ones that were so bad that there, there was Left Behind, where he was a airline pilot during i'm not going to call it the apocalypse it was what's the other name uh the rapture you know the rapture what the rapture is no it's in the bible like the rapture is like when the apocalypse comes like all the good people are like taken and they're safe and then all the bad people have to are submitted to the apocalypse so there's a movie where he's an airline pilot and the rapture happens so like half the people on his plane are like taken up to heaven including like and then his wife on the ground but then like everyone who's ever sinned or like didn't believe in god is just like left there and no one knows what the hell's going on and it was supposed to be like a three like based on a book series i'm really glad you didn't pick that movie as your favorite no 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 no, <laughs> dude i've never been to a movie like in the theaters so close to like this is like three days after it opened on a sunday and there was maybe four people <laughs> one, of them, left, one of them left one of them left one of them left me and pete stayed through the whole yeah, thing of course you did that's great if we can get him on the podcast i would retire That'd be my final episode. If I could, if we can get him on here, that'd be great. Just try to keep asking him cigar questions, and he just talks about like Jurassic Park, or like because he's like really uh, the dinosaurs. That's where it comes up. That uh, next poll question. He bought like a million dollar like dinosaur egg. Yeah, he's nuts. And then I think he probably had it for breakfast. What would your your first question be to Nicky Cage? <sighs> yes. <laughs> can I? live with you (laughs) (laughs) my lease is up in a month do you got it room can i just can i just hold on to you forever and like when you're in the movie i'll just be there too how many cigarettes do you think he'd smoke during the whole podcast does he smoke cigarettes i think he does yeah he seems like one of those guys that does i feel like he smokes cigarette papers but doesn't fill them in (laughs) (laughs) whatever you think about nick cage you got to do like a 30 percent turn on it it's gonna it's gonna be different it's gonna be different because he's, he's not, yeah, he's, he's like 30% different. Dude, he did a great movie where he was an Apache helicopter pilot. It was like Top Gun, but for helicopters. <laughs> oh, Tommy Lee Jones was in it. <laughs> it was good. They had to fight yeah. Russian jets and helicopters. Sure. I'm sure it was, they, it was they great. Won. It was on point. Mm-hmm. I don't even know where to go from this. <laughs> we, should just, we should totally do a Nick Cage-themed episode. We pick our favorite Nick Cage themed cigar. I'm gonna do the. I would do the Uncharted because it's like it's like it has a map on it. <laughs> oh, a what? It has a map. <laughs> Good. From map. I understand. Uh, so another question was, uh, what's your Monte Cristo or Cohiba? Like Dominican or Nick or Cuban? Uh, probably Dominican. 
Uh, Monte Cristo. Kuebis are good. Yeah. Monte Cristo. Well, ben Cuban. I mean, neither really. Spartacus. Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah, Spartacus Series D number four. That's that's the one. But I mean, I'm still going to go with Monte Cristo because the number four or the number two, you know, Cohiba's. When you get a good one, they're like they could be absolutely amazing, but the price tag on the Cuban Cohibas is it's nonsensical. Right. It's it's just nonsensical. And also oh. the risk of getting a counterfeited one. Like well we talking, talking about, about price, best best budget smoke. That depends on what you're looking for, man. Um you know, if you just want something to a good cigar to chomp on while you're mowing the lawn, the JL alternatives, especially the Dominican. Get yeah, the JRS so Use a code, Long Ash Podcast, or just Long Ash code. We don't know if it works for that, but it does. Sure. It does. It'll work for any. Oh, it works for, yeah, it's, it's What's the exclusions? exclusions? Like dab it off and shit, oh, that okay. kind of stuff. Um, I mean, if you're looking for like kind of boutiquey budget ones, the Tatuaje Tattoo, um, the Intemperance, uh, the Umbagog, you know, these are all five, six dollar smokes. Um, generally. Uh, like the H. Upman AJ is like a nice, I'm not going to call it budget, but it's a, a solid cigar on the cheaper side. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, the tough thing for me is, especially now, not to sound conceited, is I don't, I don't really pay attention to price that much unless it's like an exorbitant price. Right. So if I'm smoking something, I don't care what the price is unless it's like $40 or above. And I'm like, I'm going to pay attention to how good so the cigar is. So you go up all the way to $40 for mm-hmm. a cigar? No, wow. I've bought it before. Wow. That's expensive. To me, oh, it's expensive to me too. I don't, I'm not rolling in dough here, but I, Wait, I've your done off it. is forty. That I see, no, I no, feel no, like no, no. I'm talking about into like if I, even if I'm giving cigars, I don't pay attention to price unless it's retailing at forty dollars because I don't want to see like, oh, right, is this you. worth? Okay. But I have bought. I understand you know, what you're saying now. So like, what, what what's that line though? Like twenty dollars? No, forty. Like forty. Forty is the limit. Okay. Because there's there's a whole realm of twenty dollars smokes out there. All the padrones, all the Davidoffs, right. are you know all the Opus are, are at least twenty. But then when you get to, like, you know, the, the Cohiba Spectre, which I still have to smoke, the new one, you know, when right. you get into that kind of price, there's a bunch of Davidoffs that are that price, too. Right. When you get to that price, you know, it's you, I pay attention to every detail of sure. it. You know, which maybe takes away from my enjoyment of it, but, I mean, I want to see what's, what's, this, what's this $100 getting me, you know? Right. Favorite type of pasta? Party. Pasta party. Pasta party? Um... Man, like I'm not good at answering questions because I have so many um, I have so many things. Gun like, to the head. Like favorite that my mom is making for me, or, like favorite at a restaurant. It's why is this guy putting a gun to my head and these are the questions he's not, he's you, not asking you, for the codes for the, the for the vault. He's we, asking my favorite kind of macaroni. The, pro- <laughs> the problem is, is that you think too much into it. Yeah, because I don't like giving straight answers because it's, it's a variable. If I say, like, my favorite pasta is penne right, vodka, so now me, every time I go right, out to a so restaurant, they're going to buy me penne well, vodka. That wasn't the question, but I'll say favorite pasta your mom makes to a restaurant. So two. Are we talking like a Sunday? Oh, <laughs> my God. Um, all right, I, I will give you one for the restaurant, but unfortunately my mom's is tied. It's, it's, it's how it is. It's how it is. Okay. The restaurant one, if you do... A really good vodka sauce. I don't mean like this vodka sauce you get at like a wedding or like a, a bat mitzvah. Great. Like a good, authentic, like kind of chunky, very a lot of cheese in there vodka sauce. My mom 
her, I mean, her Sunday gravy is what she, and she doesn't do it a lot anymore. So now when she does it, she like really pays attention to it. So like, like we had it when my brother came home this what? weekend. Oh, it's pasta. Oh. We talk so about like, we, 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 are we talking like, like size and shape of the pasta? Is that what yeah, the, the pasta? I, that's what I'm oh, thinking. Oh, right? I'm thinking like kind, I'm thinking like kind of like of like a with like with like what kind of no 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 like no. Alfredo no, or like noodle. oh oh noodle bow tie rigatoni stuff like that probably a rigatoni is probably what I get the most yeah. of yeah okay. and, and and it goes it goes with vodka it goes with a regular Sunday it goes with pet my my mom's pesto was the other one pesto cold no but this is wonder how I got into it this is how I got into it because I'm a fat guy right I used to be fatter. It used to be a lot fatter, and I used to eat a lot more garbage. So, like, my mom would make pesto on a Sunday, or, like, whenever, like, we had company over. And then I would go down at, like, 10 o'clock at night. My dad's, like, kind of sleeping on the couch. Like, Cat House is on HBO because he just fell asleep. <laughs> and it's, like, one of those shows is uh-huh. just on. Right. He wakes up, oh, what's this? I'm like, sure, that's what he said. Yeah, I mean, he's like, oh, oh what? Uh-huh. This, this is filth. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then I would go in, and she would, like, in the Chinese food container, because, you know, how Italian moms keep the Chinese food right. containers? And I would crack it open, and then like it was cold, like rigatoni pesto in there, and I would just literally, like like a maniac, like half the thing gone. And the next morning, I'm like Nick, were you eating pesto? And I'm like, no, I was asleep. You were watching Cat House. <laughs> I would blackmail. I'm like, you were watching soft, <laughs> you were watching soft adult content. <laughs> um, but yeah, probably rig- rigatoni is is it's I, it's a very versatile one. I mean, I love a ravioli, but I mean that's yeah. gnocchi. But you're gonna die when you no, eat gnocchi. Yeah, like you, you can't. Not. You, you can't can have like that. three at most. Right. Um, I don't know how people do it. I haven't had stuffed shells in a minute. You want to hear a gross story? <sighs> it's, not, it's not like gross, like disgusting. It's just like a friend of mine. I'm not gonna say any names. His in-laws are like she's like not a good cook. The mother-in-law, and he's like very Italian, and so he goes and she's like, "Oh, Joe, I made stuffed shells for you." I said his name, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't listen to this anyway. He doesn't listen. But the mom does. No, please. <laughs> she hates me. So he's just like, I made stuffed shells for you. He's like, oh, good. So he's eating them. And he's like, these just don't, like, something's off. Like, it's, it's something's like this not right. Right. She put cottage cheese oh, instead of the ragotta. Oh, so, like, she's God. like, oh, I thought I'd make it healthier. I'm like, Oh no! That was the day that I stopped liking her. <laughs> oh no! You know what I did by accident? I was making uh, chicken marsala, and you know those little containers you put the sugar, the flour, and things. I, like I never made marsala, con- but yeah, the containers. Yeah. Well, you put flour on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dredge it flour. Well, I had the flour and the powdered sugar next to each other, and it actually came out. I, I realized halfway through. But I, I realized it actually came out pretty good because the sugar, it was, yeah, it was the like, sugar with yeah. the sauce yeah. worked out. When you put nice. a lot of people, I mean, I don't personally do it. Uh, a lot of jarred sauce companies do it. Um, but it, it's a normal thing for like Italian, you know, uh, when they're making the gravies, you put in some brown sugar in there and make right. it, give it a little sweetness. Yep. I don't like it too sweet. I like a little sweetness. Right. Um, I, like, I like mine to have a little fried. more salt in it. I like right. to have a little more salt. All right, what's next? This is, a, this is an interesting question. Would you rather be stuck on an island with a crock pot or a beard trimmer? Crock pot? Well, yeah. So I can, I can make the possums or whatever is there, and then when they possums. rescue me, my beard will be like castaway beard, and it because like, I don't have a lot of food there. How would you plug in the crock pot? There's got to be a way. Solar panels? Oh, no. What I would do is I would make like a hydraulic dam. 
Okay. And I would like make like a bite and I would power sure. it for 12 hours. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And huh. then, dude, imagine me with like a beard down here, but I'll be jacked. Yeah, you would. Because I would eat only protein and I would just do push-ups in the sand. There you go. Or I would do that Rocky Three run on the beach. You have to. Yeah, I would cut my shorts down purposely just so and I can have And you look to your left like someone's yeah. running with you. And like, then I would like fake hug a guy yes. in the water. Uh-huh. Yeah. They roll around in the sand together. Yeah. What would be, world. here's a question for you. So far in your experience, I mean, I think I already know the answer. I think we even talked about it kind of last week. What's your Desert Island cigar? It would have to be a Dunbarton. How hot is it? To <laughs> gun to the head. <laughs> right? But see, right? Well, Desert Island, I'm thinking right 85. now. I, I would, I would, I would. 85. If, yeah, it's not too bad. Humid. Uh, I would go brulee. Sober Mesa brulee. Really? Because mm. I can smoke that all day. I can smoke four or five of those but a here's day. Here's the thing. Like, I can just, why don't you just do the same Mesa and only smoke at night? Because get, I'd get be the, bored on this island. Crockpot. <laughs> I, 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 that wasn't part of the question. Oh, I'm, I was assuming you had the same <laughs> materials. Yeah, same, same experience. <laughs> yeah. Same experience, but you could pick a cigar. Imagine if that was cast away, like all the boxes that show up on the beach. It's like, oh, I can build a house oh, out look of that this. box. This is like, oh, <laughs> oh look, at me, look at all these cigars at this yeah. fabulous food this powder fa- you fabulous, have here. Fabulous crockpot. <laughs> you know? Look at this chafing dish I got. <laughs> <Like> <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know what mine would be. So don't even ask. I would, no no I, gun to the head. I'm taking the bullet. <laughs> I, would, I would take the brulee. Every day, that cigar was so good. Man, Steve Saka's gonna love you. Yeah, I I really do like everything. Yes, I I'd have to try the different sizes or the different ones in the moisture, right? You think of that watch? It's nice. Yeah, it's nice. I was kind of jealous. I wanted the black one. Do you want one? I, I would love the black one. one. The black one's awesome. Yeah, I can get you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I would love yeah, this is from one. a company called uh, Geared Hardware. They make like hardcore men's stuff. That came out wrong, but. <laughs> What else do they make except watches? Well, watch it, but they're like hardcore, oh, like gotcha. different designs, different straps. This one is like, you know, it's a little flashy, but it has like dumbbells. Like in right. the, they make like a bunch. They make like, I think they have three designs of watches right now, maybe three or four. Um, two of them are like, so this one and that black one are similar. Just the color is different. So this one has like the chrome on the outside or the right. chronograph. That one is just straight black. That's called the stealth. Um, but they have different straps. They have like metal straps. He, How, I just saw it on his Instagram today. He's coming out with one that looks just like a Panerai. It has like... It's like a little thinner, just round. You know how Panerai has that, like, where the, the knob is here? It has, like, that little metal piece that goes around the end. You know right. what I'm talking yep. about? Mm-hmm. So he came out with one like that with this awesome strap. And I'm like, ah. Are all the watch, like, dials, clocks, heads, whatever you call them, the same size? That size? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. the only thing that I have an issue with, and maybe it's because I'm, I'm wearing it too tight, is you got to click this button three times and it and it flashes. That's how you change all your seconds and all your I stuff. You. Is I hit it sometimes like on accident oh. because I think I have it too tight. Maybe it's too far up my arm. But other than that, dude, this thing is industrial. I think it looks dope, and you can literally like and they're affordable too, right? Yeah, like one hundred and eighty bucks or okay, something I like that. That's good for a yeah, watch. Ge- geared hardware. I I put some pictures on our Instagram. Did check it out? I have yeah. to check them out. Yeah, Chris is the name of the guy. Awesome. He's like yeah. Jack tattooed dude. Yeah, I, I call where's he from? <sighs> you know. Florida, I want to say. Okay. But not a typical Florida guy. <laughs> North Florida? That's worse. <laughs> wow. Is it? Oh, yeah. No, yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sigurd, Sigurd has some time in Daytona and, and Pensacola. <laughs> Jacksonville. Oh, God. No, I mean, I, I imagine Jacksonville's probably okay, right? 
I don't know. Parts of it are really good, but then parts mm. are just south, south Georgia, and you don't want to go there. It's weird. There's, like, these little enclaves of, like, just retired Italian and Jewish people, like, throughout Florida. But then there's, like, whole sections where, like, you, this is Mississippi. Because, like, everyone has, like, a view of what they think Florida is. Right. You think it's, like, Miami and beaches, and that's what a lot of Florida is. You have Disney and Orlando. Like, or, you know, Orlando, Miami, Tampa are, like, you know, nice cities. Then you have, like, the little, like, the Naples, like, the little enclaves of, like, retired Fort people hanging out. Fort Myers. Fort Lauderdale is okay. But then when you get up north, man. Brutal. That's what, like, they used to run pills and stuff. Really? <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude, I was listening to a guy on Joe Rogan's podcast who said, uh, I don't know if he was true or if he was joking or if this is, used to be the case, but at one point, like, Florida's biggest industry was Medicare fraud. <laughs> like, that's not, like, biggest illegal industry. That was the, that made the most money for the state of Florida was Medicare. It was, like, medical fraud. <laughs> that's terrible. Yeah, and they used to, they used to have pill mills. Like, you would, you would go up to a guy and be like, hey, you know, my back hurts, I need Percocet. You'd give you a prescription and then you would go to the next pharmacy I needed a prescription and then they would give you a prescription. You would go, you would get all your pills and then they would like, they would drive up to the Carolinas and sell them. Wow. Yeah, it was a whole thing. Huh. Florida, BD, Saul in dude, Florida, huh? The conquistadors wrote about Florida. They wrote down <laughs> about Florida and the weather and the animals and the mosquitoes. It's like America's Australia but without any of the awesomeness of Australia. There's no shrimps on the Barbie. No. Kangaroos. But, like, Miami is cool, especially, like, Little Havana. I had kangaroo. Wow. How do you feel about that? Didn't I tell you I went to the, the wild game dinner? Remember I went to the wild game dinner? You did. I don't know if you said kangaroo. Yeah, I had kangaroo. I had crocodile. I, I know had, you told me that. Um, moose. I had the elk was really good. Elk I'll, I'll, I would eat normally. Yeah. That's just a normal thing. Um, I'll show you the menu of, of what I ate. It was some pretty wild stuff. Uh, iguana. No pun intended. Ah. <laughs> you're, you're cute. Thanks. Uh, my tummy is growling. Keep going. What are you doing for lunch? I have some leftovers, but if you were like, if you were like wanted to screw around with some stuff, I'll screw around all you want. You can talk. All right. Don't be dirty. Uh, (laughs) Syrup. Would you put it in the fridge or pantry? Pantry. See, but once you open it, you have to put it in the fridge. Says who? The maple syrup guys on the bottle. You believe them? Those corporate stooges? No, I actually get the, the primo stuff. Yeah, pantry. It's fine. There's so much sugar and molasses in it. Like, that thing. No, I'm not talking. Like, I'm not talking authentic maple syrup I'm putting in like, the like fridge. Like Aunt Jemima? No, that's not authentic. No, you, you said you're not talking about authentic. Well, it, yeah, if it's. I don't know. This said, this said syrup. No, so which one? But what, like, pick one that you're talking about. Like, like the a, authentic. A, an authentic, like from Vermont yes. in like a glass jar. Right. Yeah, no. Leave that out. You leave that out. Leave that out. Really? Dude, think it. Do you know the only food that doesn't spoil ever? Um, no, syrup? Oh. Close, though. Secret? No, I don't know. Honey. Oh. Never spoils. Interesting. You can have a jar of honey in your closet for a thousand years. And then so you what does that have to do with syrup? Similar consistency, similar kind of makeup. You know? Yeah. I, I follow the instructions. Yeah. I mean, I, but also, have you ever put syrup on something and like, oh, this syrup I went bad? I put it in the microwave. Well, like, have you ever had like, oh, this syrup went bad? Oh, no. Peanut butter, too. I mean, I wouldn't, leave, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't put peanut butter in the fridge. I wouldn't leave syrup out for like six years in the same jar. Well, yeah. but like if, and usually when I'm buying syrup, it's for like I don't generally have syrup in my house because I don't like, oh, every Sunday is you know, pancake time. Right. I buy it if I'm having like people over for like a brunch, which yeah, obviously I do all the time. <laughs> Secret comes. Oh, do you? Yeah. All right. He brings the Cinnabons. Ooh. With cold, oh, with cold syrup. Yeah, cold syrup. What kind of Cinnabons? You put ice in it. You psycho? Maybe. Mm. 
But yeah, it's, it's, it's a when you open up a pantry, what do you, what do you see in a pantry? Cereals, cereal, grains, chips, chips, cookies, cookies, peanut butter, peanut butter, not jelly, jelly's got to go in the fridge, right? Nuts, Pe- peanuts, yep. Pe- yeah, yeah, because you know people just have a bag of peanuts at their house because because they have a ball game outside. <laughs> yeah, he's, it's a good point. <laughs> he's talking about the jar of peanuts. Not oh, like the jar. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the, see, uh, here's the blue diamonds are. Here's the thing. No, 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 no. I'm following you, Chris, and I'm sorry I made fun of you. But here we go. You apologize. Here we go. Accept this apology. No one. That jar, those like the planters and the blue, those are not pantry nuts. Those are desk nuts. Okay. Those are the nuts that everybody has either on or in their work desk. If you like, my you see my dad's bottom drawer at his office. He pulls that open. Three kinds of nuts in those jars, and then olive oil and vinegar. And salt and pepper. What just and happened? Hot sauce. My dad keeps a full pantry at his office because oh. he has a lot of salads, so he needs right. to. to put, yeah, thing. but uh, yeah, the syrup is a is a pantry item for me. Taco seasoning. I never get more than I need for the best specific oh. meal. You wait until they're on sale. Got to stock up. On sale, they're ninety cents each. No, like the whole kits. Oh, I don't need the kit. I just need the powder. Oh. What do you what What's in the kits? The shells. The. Uh, Oh, you buy like El Paso shells? Oh yeah. Uh, um, oh I yeah. I get the authentic ones you can't pronounce, like the authentic like corn. I can't pronounce it. El Diablo or something. Oh, all right. Well. Like the authentic ones, like it's like a pack of fifty of them in like a plastic bag. When you uh, go to Wegmans, I'm in the, about in hard the, shells. I don't want to do hard shells. Uh, I like I hard shells. Do hard. I do. So for uh, my roommate and his family, whenever it's one of their birthdays, they do a whole taco day. The mom makes like eight pounds of taco meat, and they put out a whole spread. I like everything from guac to sour cream, right. queso, shredded cheese, tomato. Every week. Every, every week. Yeah, is that what you said? No, every birthday. Oh, birthday. birthday. Yeah. Sorry. Um, so what I got to keep so up. So you want to know? You want to know? This is, this is what I do. You take it. What's what? I'm listening. You nuke. Well, you like to have, you, Mrs. D'Angelo is the best. You don't even have to nuke the shells. She takes them right uh, out of the oven. Yeah, right. Yeah. So you take, I take a soft, soft shell. Right. Queso. Right. In the soft shell. Salsa in the soft shell. Do you do that jig too? You got it. Uh, uh, yeah. Aggressive. Hard shell in the soft shell. Right. Ooh. Meat, cheese, tomatoes, salsa, queso, wrap it. Yeah, Taco Bell does that. I don't need to go to Taco Bell. I have D'Angelo. Well, you have to Bell. wait every birthday. Yeah, but it's, it, makes, it makes it special. It's like White Castle. You don't go to White Castle all the time? Yes. <laughs> Guy coming from Jacksonville. Yeah, puts his ice on his burgers. <laughs> it's too hot. I want to cool my, my burger down. Instead of instead of dice onion, yeah. You probably dice, you probably ice. you probably get a crave case and then like all the sides and like only eat the sides. No. You're an amateur. You're an no. amateur white castler. No. No, not at all. Get the jalapeno. That seems burgers. like a lot of things to do. So oh. people don't know you, you you get a crave case and just that's what you got to worry about. Yeah. On occasion, if I'm like, trying to impress a lady, <laughs> I'll get like the chicken fries. <laughs> The, the chicken rings. Well, if you're trying to impress a lady, why are you going to White Castle with her? That's how I roll. All right. Yeah, sometimes you got to mix it up. You know? You can't show your full hand. Little White Castle. We watch a Nicolas Cage movie on my phone <laughs> in the car. And they're both ripping by the end of the night. Yeah. <laughs> you know how I do. There's, it's both We disgusting. share a pair of headphones. <laughs> White Castle sweat coming out of each other at the end of the night. You know? We'll use that for the it grease just, for the burgers it, the next it day. The sweat yeah. of, <laughs> it ain't the sweat I'm worried about coming out. <laughs> You ever seen the line in a White Castle bathroom? Oh, Wraps around. Oh, oh. 
God. Uh, we have any more cigar pepper. questions? I don't know. Secret? Um, name some of, the, of this year's most underrated cigars. We just had that comment. Did you? Yeah, I asked him what was the most underrated cigars. No, but you, I didn't. Guess you, asked me the, you didn't. You asked me the most budget. You didn't ask me underrated. All right, way to pay attention, Secret. You I'll didn't pay attention. <laughs> That's why I said way to go, that he paid oh, attention. Oh, I thought you were being sarcastic. No. no. You're, you're a good boy, Secret. Thanks, go Shane. ahead. Answer that. I'm going to pick up. I'm going to open up the other questions. Okay. Um, underrated? I mean, here's the thing. I don't think anything really gets and, underrated anymore. Ones that I want to see get a little more attention maybe would probably be the Cinquenta. Monte Cristo that's coming out, that the Trinidad Espiritu that just came out, and the um, I, I feel like Altidus, their, their products this year are really good. Yeah. Not underrated. I feel like they would they need to get a little more publicity, is what I would say. Um, but yeah, I don't, th- I don't think there's really anything underrated nowadays. Like all the review sites, and especially the amount we talk about all the new cigars, you know, and we tell you if it's, you know, if it's good or not. I think everything coming out this year was, was pretty solid and, and recognizable. I would like to see some of them get a little more recognition, though. God, yeah, I gotta shut the hell up. So it keeps going out. That's a total. You're a total war fan. What's your favorite game in the series and faction? Um, I was what the always a faction. I'll explain it. Oh, here we go. Uh, I was always a Rome total war fan. I love how I was, everybody pays attention to more than me. Yeah, I was. I was a Rome. I was a Rome total war fan because you know that was my. That's why I studied in in school. Right. Was was ancient Mediterranean culture. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was always Rome Total War, and I was always the House of the Julii, which was Julius Caesar. That was the Red. But they had everything. You could be Macedonia, you could be Spartan. They had, you know, and then you would. I, oh, I did use cheat codes though. Yeah, you, Who doesn't? You would like you would. That was the only time I ever felt like a hacker. You had to like do these three key like things, type it in, then type in the cheat code. And it would give you like twenty thousand denarii. So like by because you know it, it, you know so after you do all your stuff, you click and like the, the the day or the week passes, and then you know your soldiers are ready to go. Uh, but like within three weeks, I had like the biggest army, like the biggest navy, like no one was even close to me because I was I was using codes. That was a I'm, like I said in the in the other one. I'm thinking about getting a a game a cheap gaming laptop just to play those games I, because they were they were great entertainment. Should I think what, you could do like while you're watching TV too. What's the next top five coming out? Two days ago. Oh. <laughs> no, no, coming every, out next every, week. Every Wednesday. Yeah, what's what what is it next week? Well, you got to tune in to find out. Oh, all right. Who asked me the crockpot question? Was that Liz? Yes. No idea. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was Liz. And she also asked, who's your favorite employee or coworker? And then she wrote, wink, wink, Liz. No, it's probably James. It's probably Artful James. Artful James. <laughs> no, it's definitely Anthony. Man, he's not like a coworker. He's a brother. <laughs> brother. Yeah. You wouldn't have been brothers if you didn't get the job. Uh, the original job? Yeah, like you yeah. guys fe- met each other through work. Yeah. So that's your favorite coworker. He's not a coworker anymore. He surpassed that. I wouldn't say my coworker. I'd say, I'd say my brother. Jiff or Skippy? I buy more Skippy because it's like a dollar cheaper. I think Jiff is probably overall a better product. What do you think? Skippy is like candy. That's like candy peanut butter. I get the Skippy natural. I don't do natural. Yeah. My dad, that was the peanut butter I grew up on, was all natural. Like, just with covered, it was, just, it was just basically peanuts on bread, on whole wheat bread. But then I go over to, like, one of my, like, regular friend's house, like, his, like a regular, like, American family, pull out the Wonder Bread, Skippy, 
like smucker, not like all natural preservatives wow. from Vermont. Like I'm talking like just straight up smucker's strawberry on white Wonder Bread with a with a chocolate milk. You ever put? Uh, I put sliced bananas. I never did. But like I'm not opposed to it. It's so good. You know what Elvis used to eat? He would have banana bread. No it, banana bread. <laughs> he would have a uh, peanut butter and banana sandwiches that he would fry on a pan in baking grease. Ooh. Yeah, you know how he died, right? Yeah. <laughs> What's the strangest thing someone put in your DM? That. Okay. <laughs> and I don't get a lot of crazy. I mean, uh, I had one guy not too long ago who was very confused about our JR, JR alternatives. And uh, he thought, he's like, are these real Cubans? I'm like, no. He's like, so why do they say Cuban on them? I'm like, they're alternatives to Cubans. He's like, so they're not real? I'm like, no. Like, you thought we were selling Cuban cigars in another pack for 40, to 40 bucks. <laughs> but I don't, I, don't, I don't get a lot of strange ones. Thoughts on CBD cigars? I haven't tried one yet. I mean, CBD oil seems to be doing a lot of people a lot of good. I haven't tried one. I know uh, JSK came out with one that I definitely want to check out. He's a cool dude. I follow him on Facebook. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I mean I'm, I'm for it, I guess. I just haven't tried one to give you an opinion on if it's good or not. Our Corona Viva is so goddamn good. How's your L40? It's good. What, what uh, best true estate you've had in the realm? Like, give me. It's in the realm. What is your favorite true estate? I don't. I haven't had many. I don't think I've had the underground. Really? Uh, I you don't. Gotta give you some. I know. I th- I, um, I've had the League of Nine. Might have had a T52. Well, you kind of just did now, but right. TVZ2 on steroids, basically. Yeah, this is this is chocolatey. Chocolatey, leather, and spice. That's it's chocolatey what I get and at. delicious. It is good. Um, Doritos or puffy cho- cheese doodles? Doritos. <laughs> what? Let me guess. You're a cheese doodler, and, aren't you, Chris? Oh, yeah. Well, I love both, but I think my... Gun, gun to your head. <laughs> cheese doodles. Do you ship to Canada? No. No. God damn it, no. <laughs> I had to. I know. But thank you for that. You're that'll, that'll make him very happy. You're welcome. That'll make my, my Canadian friend very happy. Uh, what are you? Do you do you Doritos or Doodles? <sighs> the, you're talking about the Puffs ones, right? Not the Crunchy? Y- yeah. yeah puffs. But yeah, Puffs. Sick puffs. Uh, I'd go Doritos. But if we're going Crunchy... And I wasn't worried what my hands were going to be like afterwards. Well, that's the thing with both of those. That's, why I, that's why I prefer a kettle cooked chip. Right. I, so my uncle used to make homemade potato chips. <laughs> <laughs> so listen here. Story he would, time. <laughs> he would slice them thin, and he would just do them in a pan with like, like a lot of oil. Right. And, and then he would like sprinkle. They were so good. Then like years passed. We stopped talking to them because we're Italian, and so we have. Right, we, there's, always, there's always bad blood. <laughs> sure. Um, but ke- like his chips tasted like modern kettle cooked chips. That's why I like kettle cooked over like, like regular Lay's or Pringles. Yeah, it's, I can't do it anymore. I, yeah, they're they're like what is this? Not a chip. I this is nonsense. This is a bag of nonsense. Right. Somebody liked that. I uh, I said nonsense when we we're talking about like we did oh, the yeah. unboxing video. Mm-hmm. Oh, I also got a message from our photography team <laughs> yelling at me for making what? fun of how they packaged it. Oh, yeah. Because like, they're not good enough for you? Oh, he was kidding around. Was no, that not I good know. enough for you? I, I, I said that you were joking around sure. with it. You know what? He's, 
Uh, I don't want to. I'll tell you later because okay. I don't want to ruin the surprise if we do do this. I mean, we we me and him talked about some some secret yeah, stuff okay. that he could do. All yeah. right, cool. Maybe Chris will be involved. Maybe it is secretly. Secretly. Uh so I remember one more question: uh, Biggie or Tupac? Biggie. Look at the size of me. I'm more of a fan of Biggie, <laughs> but I think Tupac might have been a better. Okay, Tupac I like was like a poet. Favorite Yankee? That's my question. Ever. Ever. Gun to the head. It's it's obviously it is. Who do you think it is? Derek Jeter. Who do you think it is? Jason Giambi. What? <laughs> How did you know? Hits bombs. Diggers. <laughs> bombs. Mustache. <laughs> Chicks dig. Uh, no. Um, uh, um, I mean, I feel like it would be like a mantle, but at the same time, you didn't really get to see him play. I, I never got to see him play. So... <laughs> That's more, there that's, was that that's, one time when I was walking around in 62. Now, I mean, unfortunately, I hate to be generic about it, but you're both right. If I had to pick overall, I mean, you know, but I, I wasn't a bandwagon. My dad was a fan since he was a little kid. So, like, I started watching the Yankees in 95. Like, I wish my family I was five, were six Yankee years fans. old. So I, I got to grow up. It wasn't like I was 13, like, oh, this Derek Jeter kid's doing pretty good. And we felt, I was watching him. You know, my dad was a fan of the Yankees in the 80s. You know, oh, you know, know how Mets fans are all the time. That's yeah, what the Yankees fans were in the eighties. I know, um, but yeah. So Derek Jeter, but then also my dad was like a Mickey Mantle. Like he has a Mickey Mantle jersey, like like from like the seventies that he bought, like a wool jersey. He cried when he found out that he died. Like so, Mickey Mantle is the, the Commerce Comet man. Three point one seconds to first base when he was a kid. All right, how about this favorite Yankee you've ever seen? Well, I saw Derek Jeter. Oh, so Derek Jeter is your yeah, favorite? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't, yeah, I didn't. yeah, Derek Jeter. Favorite Met. Favorite Met. There's only one answer. Uh, maybe, maybe there's two, but he really wasn't that good on the Mets. He was good elsewhere. There could at least be three or four. Just like 16. <laughs> give, me, give me five. I'm going to give you an eye. I'm going to give you five. Greg Jeffries, because he had my name. Okay. <laughs> Keep going. Uh, favorite Met. They're so terrible. There's only one David Wright. answer. Oh, maybe there's two. All right, I'll give you David Wright. It's David Wright. But you know who the real answer is. Keith. Maybe there's Tom three. Seaver. No, not Tom Seaver. Well, he has a statue. Dude, outside. come on. Ray Ordonez. Who is the Met? Who is the Met? Mike Piazza. Oh, yeah. He's not an original like Met that came through the organization. Yeah, but I mean, it, it, he it, it, did he get in the Hall of Fame? Yes. Is he in as a Met? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, then he's a Met. The uh, 9-11, I was at the 9-11 game when he hit the home run over center. Goosebumps every time. I remember watching the game where Roger Clemens threw a bat at him. Yeah, well, he's, <laughs> he's a tool. Uh, I was also thinking uh, Nolan Ryan, but he wasn't that good when he was on the Mets. Was he? No, yeah, they he traded him. What, idiots. Idiots. They're such idiots. They're an expansion team, bro. Yeah, what do you expect? Look at their jerseys. They should really update their whole look. Yeah. Something a little more modern. Yeah. Owners need to sell the team. Like that that orange and everything is a little too 60s for me. I do love City Field. I like City Field by the new, the new Yankee Stadium. Right. City Field, beautiful. Yeah. Nice. I loved Camden Yards last year when I went there. It was nice. I love Camden Yards more this oh, year. Oh, you should. Because they're just hitting 
heaters. Oh, well, that's what happens every... when you have minor league pitchers on their team. Did you see what happened in the dugout yesterday? Like the, they were the Orioles were funny amongst themselves. They were just like so mad. They had like four oh, yeah. home runs. Yesterday. Terrible. I, I, at this point, it's like I feel bad, and I also know that at some point in the near future, karma is going to catch up. Oh yeah, and they're gonna they're gonna like pitch a perfect game against the Yankees in like two uh, years. Like it's know, gonna catch up. You never know. Like we're just it's not even. It's a joke. Funny. It's a joke. It's a big joke. I don't know. I'd give up if I was an Orioles player. No, you stick with it, man. Yeah. Does it work? Does it work the same as like the NFL? Like, do they get first pick in drafts now? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So there you go. But the draft doesn't mean anything. I feel like baseball drafts are a lot more like up in the air than than a. How many first round picks just die in Double A? A lot, but the only time that it actually back to back years was uh, Harper and Strasburg. How's Harper yeah. doing this year? Terrible. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, everybody has one of those seasons. Thank God. He would have been poisoned if the Yankees got him. He would have been poisoned in that dugout. No. Dude, I he's just, such a dick. Yeah, but he plays hard. I'd rather yeah, someone like, up. But everyone know. on the team plays hard, except for Sanchez. I don't like Sanchez. But, like, everyone on the team plays hard. No, but, like, look how they're meshing right now. They're all, yeah, like, cool that's with That's why other. they didn't sign him. That's yeah. why they didn't give him. Well, also, the mega contract he was asking for. And they right. were tired of getting caught yeah. in those traps. Same reason why they didn't get any pitchers during the trade, which, like, on one hand, I'm pissed because our pitching sucks. Right. But I'd rather try to work up some some other guys than try to just get stuck into some five-year, whatever-million-dollar contract, and then the guy's only good for a year and a half. A.K.A. Not the Mets. Even. Yeah. Sazaliga. Beautiful. Beautiful. It's in the crux now. Very rich. Getting a little nice, like a like a like that kind of cocoa spice off of the right. the Brazilian binder in there, which is really good. I love it. I love it. This, you know is, what? this is the best size of this cigar. You know what this kind of tastes like? It's like it has hints of like the opus with that leather, but the chocolate from the from the wrapper. You there know you what go. I'm saying? That's yeah. what I that's what I like about this. It's a cool size too. I got to get you on the uh, on the Velvet Rat or the uh, the UF13. The UF13 right. is probably my favorite True Estate cigar ever. Which one's that one? It's what the, is it? It's the uh, no, I know what, what is. <laughs> it's, a, the, it's, it's a number nine, uh, Unico. Okay. So it's based on the number nine. Oh, okay. But it's like a thicker, kind of longer robusto with a pigtail on it. Uh, it's, it's what do they change with it? I think maybe the age a little bit. I don't know. I have to look into it more. But they're they're usually based on it. It goes by the wrapper. So if you use a broadleaf wrapper, it's kind of based on the number nine. But they're more refined. Probably age a little bit more. Maybe they use a slightly different filler in there. I have to look at. We'll find out tomorrow. Okay. We'll find out tomorrow. I'll let you know. Nice. All right. Yeah. I think, I think that's uh, I think that's that's we're gonna call that a wrap, guys. Yeah. Thank you very much for listening. Okay. Make sure you check out our website and all weekend long. Use coupon code Long Ash for twenty percent off your entire purchase. Some exclusions may apply. Uh, keep watching. We got a lot of great videos. Chris is fanning himself, so I'm guessing he's getting a little warm up. I here. heard we're gonna have a blind taste testing soon. Yes, yes, I set that. Yeah, up I was working with him on something yesterday, and he's like, "Can you turn your head away?" I'm like, "Why?" He's like. I have, the, I have the blonde taste testing up, and I'm like, so let's just like let's just cheat. I'll like, give you some. Yes, you right. What do you give him? Give him a little Give him some uh, puff puff doodles. Give him some 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 iced puff doodles. <laughs> Sar, uh, Sarkar helped me out with it. Good. Who did? Sarkar. Oh great! It's gonna be a fifteen oh two. Nonsense. All right. Thank All you right. very much, guys. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Use coupon code. Keep watching our videos. See ya. Doodles. <laughs>